Hey, grown-ups! Eating better is easy with Factors' delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. We're a vegetarian household over here, and there were tons of delicious options over at Factor. I highly recommend. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash tales50, T-A-L-E-S 50, and use code tales50 to get 50% off. That's code tales50 at factormeals.com slash tales50 to get 50% off. Hey, grown-ups! if you could imagine the perfect education for your tailblazer, what would it look like? You might say hands-on learning, small class sizes, deep reading, open discussion. And for many of us, that list includes a personal one-on-one tutor. That kind of personal attention can accelerate their grasp of difficult concepts. The problem is, tutors can be astronomically expensive, and tutor quality can vary widely. That's where Synthesis Tutor comes in. It's an educational AI that can bring your student from an average to exceptional grasp of mathematics. The tutor works like a human tutor would, slowing down in areas where they're struggling and speeding up when they're gaining momentum. Except, unlike a traditional tutor, Synthesis Tutor is always available and is just $29 a month. Visit synthesis.com slash girltales to get 10% off and begin learning with Synthesis Tutor today. Hey grown-ups, Women's History Month is sneaking up on us and we want you and your tailblazers to join in the celebration of the amazing women who have broken barriers, shattered glass ceilings, and made history. But hey, we're not just looking back, we're also cheering on the future history makers, our very own tailblazers. Here's how you can join in on the celebrating. Grab your phone or tablet and record a quick 10 seconds or less of an audio message. Your tailblazer can tell us about a woman that they admire who changed history. Or you, the grown-up, can give the tailblazer an empowering message about how they will change history. We'll feature these recordings on our Girl Tales episodes all through March. This opportunity is available to our awesome Patreon members on Team Alba or higher. You'll find the instructions on how to send us your recording on our Patreon page. Happy Almost Women's History Month. Hey, Tailblazers. I'm your host, Rebecca Cunningham, and this is Girl Tales. Before we get to our brand spanking new fairy tale, I want to give a special shout out to Lila and Sebastian. And the happiest of birthdays to Daisy, Clementine, and Mackenzie. If you want to hear your name at the top of the next episode or get a special birthday greeting, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. It's kids and parents like you who make Girl Tales possible. Also... 
exciting announcement. We really wanted to give you more stories. So starting Memorial Day weekend, we will be launching a new series of five-minute episodes called Nova's Lab, where we will follow Nova, a kid scientist who travels through time and space and turns into different objects as a science experiment. A third episode each month means we're going to change up our schedule a bit. So you'll still hear little girls doing big things on the first of every month. But now you'll hear our fairy tales on the 10th of every month and Nova's Lab on the 20th of every month. That's the 1st, 10th, and the 20th. Also, another exciting announcement. Yeah, there's two exciting announcements today. It's very exciting. Today's tale is called A Real Boy. If you'd like to hear this tale live and in person, well, you can. The actors in this story will be reading this tale in Brooklyn, New York at the Books Are Magic bookstore on June 23rd at 11 a.m. We think it's the perfect way to celebrate pride with your kids and family. To RSVP, head to girltalespodcast.com slash events. It will fill up soon, so don't wait. Now, on to our tale. This is A Real Boy, a reimagination of the Italian children's book The Adventures of Pinocchio by Ray Mariah McCarthy. Enjoy! As soon as you carved my legs, I ran away. I didn't even have a mouth for words yet, but my legs knew what they were supposed to do. You named me Pina, after the dancer. That's not a name you give to someone who's going to stay still. You made me a girl, a doll. It's taken me so long to forgive you for that, but I did, and I do. My name is Pinocchio. This is a love letter to my father. My little girl, my little Pina, look at the way she dances. My overbearing Italian father. We Italians, we speak with our whole bodies. Our arms, our bellies, we cannot stay still. Of course you came to life and moved around. You're Italian. But of course I am not Italian. Not like he is anyway. I was carved out of wood from a block of pine. This carpenter is trying to carve a log into a leg for his table. And the log he is carving, it yells at him like, Hey! And this man, he is so scared, he throws the log away. I find it in his trash heap at the end of the day, and I think, maybe this little yelpy log has some magic in it. I never married didn't really want a wife, didn't really want a husband either, but I wanted a baby, 
I wanted a baby so bad. A little girl. There's no Italian in my blood because I wasn't born with blood. Because I was made of wood. I'm an adopted child with no birth parents. I barely remember the first person who tried to carve me. I just remember the sharp chisel coming at me and everything inside of me said, no. If I hadn't cried out, I never would have been brought to you. You carved me with love. It's almost as though I was waiting inside the block of wood all along. And you carved me away. And you carved away everything that wasn't me. You made just one mistake. I call her Pina. I didn't know what a boy was, or a girl, or being in between, or something else entirely. But I looked at you and I thought, I should be more like you than I was. My little daughter. My little girl. You gave me long curls and a dress with perfect round pink circles on my cheeks and red lips. That's not why I ran away as soon as you carved me. I just ran because that's what my body was telling me to do. Bina! Out in the streets as I ran, I saw little kids playing. The little boys were running and throwing balls, yelling and jumping. But the kids that looked like me, the kids with long hair and dresses, were staying still. They sat in one place. They were quiet. Pina! Come back! Pina! Why don't I look like the other boys? Why did you make me look like these kids that don't move? Pina, my baby, you can run around as much as you like. But I'm not like them. I'm not like these little girls in dresses. I'm a boy. But I carved you as a little girl. If I made you a girl, then you're a girl. I don't want to be a girl and I don't want to be made of wood. I want to be a boy. I want to be a real boy. May I button here? I still remember the first time I saw the blue fairy. She was so tall, taller than any human. All the stories talk about fairies being tiny and fragile, but I looked up at this majestic creature and I knew she was indestructible. Little child, what do you wish for? I wish to be a boy, a real boy. I don't want to be a girl. (laughs) Well, if you decide that you are a boy, then you're a boy. Really? When I was a little fairy, everyone thought I was a boy. (laughs) But I knew I was a girl. Then I grew up and realized I could be whatever I wanted to be. So, I'm a girl. But I don't want to wait until I'm a grown-up. I want to be a boy now. You are a boy! But I want a boy body. 
A real one, not made out of wood. If you give up your wooden body, you will lose some things too. You'll be able to eat delicious food and feel the warmth of a hug. But you'll also be able to get hurt more easily. Your wooden body may be unusual, but it protects you too. I don't care. I want to be real. You are real. You are already real. Just as you are. Then... I want to be a human. I want real skin and lungs that can breathe air. I want... I want to be a human boy. With a boy body, I don't want to be a doll. You can keep the body you have and still be just as real as any other boy. Or you can choose to slowly change your body over time. That's what I did. But it won't be an overnight change. No. I can't wait that long. I wish to have my body change all at once right now. Okay. Okay? That's nice. Are you going to grant my wish? Who said I was going to grant your wish? I thought fairies granted wishes. Hmm. You're thinking of genies. But what am I supposed to do now? How do I become real? You just be real. A real boy? Just be a boy. How? Look, I didn't say it would be easy, kid. The outside world has a real long way to go toward treating us the way we should be treated. So start by being true to yourself. Because honestly, that's all you can control. How am I supposed to be true to myself if the world thinks I'm a girl? Oh, also don't be a meanie face. That's very important. I gotta go. No, wait, please. Dad never saw her. Dad didn't see a lot of things. My daughter. My Pina. Why are you so upset? Maybe I couldn't be like the little boys running around in the street. But I could cut my hair short. Maybe I had been made as a doll, but I could replace my dress and Mary Jane's with jeans and sneakers. Hey, Dad. Yes, my baby. Maybe... You could call me something else besides Pina? Like, uh, Pinocchio? But I named you. I named you Pina. I know, and it's totally a beautiful name, but... I think it's just not... me. But... Pinocchio is a boy's name. Yeah, that's the point. Well, I don't understand it. But if it makes you happy, then yes, I will call you Pinocchio. My daughter wants a new name. I call her a new name. It was not a win, but not a total loss either. I got him to cut my hair, put me in pants. Whatever you want. Anything for my little girl. 
I waited so long for you. One thing we had in common. We both wanted me to be ordinary. He wanted me to go to school, do normal kid stuff. I wanted to look like the boys down the block. Neither of our wishes came true. Have a good first day of school, sweetie. Hey, Woodboy! Woodboy! <laughs> they saw me! They saw me as a boy! They saw that I was made of wood, but they call me a boy. Gato, do you see what I see? I think I do, Valpone. I think I see a living, breathing boy made entirely out of wood. Is that also what you see, Gatto? It most certainly is, Valpone. How do you do, wood boy? Hi. It talks! The wood boy talks! My name's Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Well, well. My name is Valpone. And this here is my colleague, Gatto. Oh, I'm your colleague now? That's new. Gatto and I are entrepreneurs, Woodboy. Do you know what an entrepreneur is? Um, businessmen. We are businessmen. And boy, do we have a business proposition for you. They told me that they could make me rich. They told me that I would be on stage and that people would be clapping and cheering for me. The animated doll. We're gonna make you a star. Will I make enough money to become a real boy? Sure. Whatever you want. What do you say? If the blue fairy had been there, she would have told me that being a real boy wasn't something you could buy. It came from inside of me, but she wasn't there. Why, you could start as soon as today. I'm in. I'll do it. Did you hear that? He says he's in. Come on, kid. We'll take you to meet the producer. The producer was the biggest person I had ever seen. To me, he looked as big as a mountain. An animated doll, eh? He terrified me. He's awfully girly looking, isn't he? I thought I was going to be found out, but he just shrugged. Toy makers these days must be a new trend. We got a show tonight. You got until then to learn all the song and dance routines. You mess up, you're fired with no pay. You understand that? Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. I rehearsed nonstop all day. If I had human feet, they would have been bleeding. But I couldn't feel all the exertion. I was made of wood, so I didn't get tired. I just kept going. My esteemed guests, do I have a surprise for you? We've given you a puppet show. We've given you dancing ladies. We've given you the finest orchestra this side of the Mississippi River. But I promise you, you have never seen anything like this before. Our next guest 
is made entirely of one ingredient. Wood. No strings to move his limbs. No animatronics or robotics. Not even flesh and blood. And yet, he sings. He dances. He lives to entertain you, presenting the amazing animated doll! electric feeling. Everyone cheering and clapping for me. It was so loud. I almost didn't even wonder what my father must be thinking right now. Boy, you really brought the house down, kid. Good job out there. Do I get paid now? Uh, I'll pay you in the morning. Get some sleep. I got a room for you in the back where you can conk out. Can I just get paid and go home? Home? What home? Well, my dad must be getting worried about me. Your dad? You're a wood boy. Wood boys don't have dads. What? You think I'm just gonna let go after the job you just did? You're my main attraction now. I gotta keep my eye on the prize, and you, kid, are my prize. No, please, I don't care about the money. Just let me go home. But he locked me up and left me there. Wait, please, come back. Looks like someone's having a lousy night. Blue Fairy, you're here. Uh-huh. And where is here exactly? 
I- I'm locked up in the back of this theater, all alone. And how did we get here? I thought you were supposed to go to school today. Um, I did go to school. And inexplicably, my nose grows two inches. Um, what I mean is, I was going to school, but then I got lost. And then a great big bird came down and uh, swooped me up in its beak. And I just blacked out. And uh, I don't remember anything until I, I woke up here. No, my nose. What's happening? Your nose is enormous. Yes. It's about ten feet long. Why does it keep growing? Because, if you'll excuse the expression, you're so full of doo-doo, your eyes are turning brown. Why are you lying to me, Pinocchio? I'm sorry. I, I'm i just so ashamed. I, I just wanted to make some money so I could become a real boy. <sighs> Have you heard literally nothing I've said? Pinocchio. Realness isn't something you buy. It's something you do. And when you lie to me, you are not being real with me. You're right. I'm sorry. And I specifically told you not to be a meanie face. When you left your poor father waiting at home for you without sending word or anything, what would you call that? Being a meanie face? That's right. Don't you think you'd better go home and apologize to him? But I'm locked up in here. And my nose, what about my nose? If you promise to go straight home to your father and not to tell any more lies, I can get some friends to help you. I promise. Well, okay then. Ciao. And suddenly there was a great fluttering of wings. And a dozen woodpeckers burst in through the window, which I could have sworn was closed a minute ago. And they pecked my nose back down to its natural shape. It didn't even hurt. And when they flew away, they left the window open for me. I looked up at the moon, which was so full it was almost aching, and realized I had no idea where I was. I didn't know how to get home to my dad. I was hopelessly lost. It was so late at night, and nobody was around to ask. Okay, guess I'll just pick a direction and walk. Hey, hey kid. And then the little girl came running towards me. She looked like she was old enough to be in my class at school. Hi, I'm Candlewick, but you can call me Candy. Who are you? She ran around just as fast as the boys I saw on the street. She didn't even wear a dress. She was dirty with skinned knees. I knew I wanted to be her friend. Hi, I'm Pinocchio. Wow, cool name. Thank you. I like yours, too. Hey, do you know the way to Toyland? 
What's Toyland? It's a magical place where kids can just play all day and there's no work to do ever. Wow. <laughs> that sounds really cool. Um, but I'm actually trying to get home to my dad. Wow, that must be really neat to have a dad. I'm an orphan, so I don't have any parents. Oh, I'm sorry. Me too, but at least it means I can go to Toyland. No one can stop me. Will you come with me? Remember, don't be a meanie face. Well, it would be a total meanie face move to make her go to Toyland all alone, right? I mean, she doesn't even have parents. This is definitely just something you're telling yourself because you want to go to Toyland. I mean, if my dad is already waiting for me, maybe it won't hurt anything if he just waits a little longer. Pinocchio, this is not what we call being real. But I ignored her. I took Candy's hand, and we ran to find a boat that would take us there. (laughs) (laughs) All aboard! (laughs) Next up! I wanted to be running around with the other kids. I didn't want grown-ups telling me how I was supposed to be. I thought maybe if there were some human boys at Toyland, they could show me how to be like them. Maybe there was some trick to it. We were greeted on the shore by a man who drove a donkey-drawn carriage. I thought that was strange. A carriage pulled by donkeys? Welcome, children. Here on Toyland, every day is your birthday. Happy birthday, little boy. And he brought me a cake with candles on top. And when I blew out the candles, I wished with all my heart to be a real boy. Real in a way I understood it at the time. I still hadn't understood what the Blue Fairy told me. I ate my birthday cake as we rode through the island, pulled along by the donkeys. My wooden mouth couldn't taste the cake, but I was determined to eat it anyway, because that's what real boys did, right? Toyland had an amusement park with roller coasters as tall as the mountains. There was a beach and the biggest playground I had ever seen with pirate ships 
and rockets and a little forest. There were merry-go-rounds and picnics and no one had to go to school or clean up their messes ever. I looked at all the little boys playing in the sand and the grass. They looked so happy. There were donkeys. So, so many donkeys just prancing through the countryside. Wow, it's my birthday too. Happy birthday to me. We rode the rides. Woohoo! We swam in the water. Marco! You're supposed to say polo? <laughs> we received birthday presents. Look, I got a toy boat and you got a toy dinosaur. Cool. We did this every day. And every day was our birthday. Look, I got a tea party set and you got a stuffed rabbit. Cool. We played with the other kids, boys, girls, some I couldn't tell. I kept looking for some secret the human boys had that I didn't. Some way that they played that was different from me. But we all loved running around and playing make-believe and not having to do anything a grown-up said. We were all different, but we were all the same. There was one boy named Max. Yeah! He was so strong. He ran so fast. Try and catch me. Bet you can't. He didn't seem like he was scared of anything. Whoa! Look at this big dark cave. Let's go inside it. Hey, wow! Look at this broken down abandoned building. Oh, uh, we better go inside of it. You don't have to copy Max all the time, you know. I like you because you're you. I couldn't help thinking about my dad sometimes. But I was sure that if I just stayed long enough, if I just watched Max long enough, I would figure out how to be exactly like Max. And then when I went home, my dad would see me for who I was. And everything would be okay. And every day was my birthday. Look, I got a soccer ball and you got some Legos. Cool. I don't even know how many days went by, how much birthday cake we ate. But eventually... I feel like the hair on my body is getting darker and thicker. Have you noticed that? Weird. Oh well, what did you get for your birthday? All the kids who came on the same boat as us were getting it too. Including Max. Including... Including... me. Hey, does anyone else's hands and feet feel weird? If the same thing was happening to all of us, then... Then... Maybe I was becoming a real boy after all. Hey, I got a toy oven and you got a jack-in-the-box. Wow! What did you just say? I said... Wow! <laughs> oh no, what's... Uh, happening to my voice? Candy! <laughs> my voice! My voice! And I looked over and her ears were turning long and pointed and dark like a donkey's. It was happening to Max, too. My hands! My hands! Everyone's hands were turning into hooves. 
I looked around and everyone was turning into donkeys, every single one of us. I felt my ears growing and my hands changing, the fur growing on my body. What's happening? We were What's all turning into happening? donkeys. I thought about all the donkeys I had seen pulling the coachman's carriage or roaming the island. If we didn't get out now, that would be us. And we would be stuck here forever. I couldn't let that happen to my friends. Help! Somebody! Help! Everyone help me! And, without thinking, I ran towards the boat that brought us there. Only, I wasn't running so much as galloping now. On all fours, I was changing so fast with as many kids as I could gather all running behind me. I didn't know what we were going to do when we all got to the boat. I just knew we couldn't waste a moment. And then the coachman stood before us. Well, well, children. It seems the hour has come. Playtime's over. And he leaned towards me with a harness. That was it. I was going to be stuck here forever, but before he could get me, I remembered something. There was way more of us than there were of him. Everybody, everybody charge! Hit, hit him with your hooves! Go, go, go! And we all fought back. We bit and kicked and stomped. It didn't take long for him to run away, screaming. Some kids wanted to chase him. Let him go! We gotta get out of here! We all ran onto the boat. None of us had real hands anymore, but Candy pushed her big hooves against the wheel of the ship, and Max chewed through the rope that held the anchor with his big donkey teeth, and we all sailed away. Yee-haw. Yee-haw. And somehow, I knew what Max meant to say was, good job. I knew what he meant was, that was really scary and I don't know if I could have thought on my feet that fast. I knew what he meant was, thank you. You're welcome. Yee-haw. When we got to the shore back where Candy and I had first taken the boat in the middle of the night, she looked at me and said, And I knew what she meant was, It's been a big, scary adventure, and I'll miss you. I knew what she meant was, I'm sorry I got us into this mess. I knew what she meant was, Goodbye. Good... Bye, hee-haw, Candy. I'll miss you, too. As I trotted home in my new form, my heart was breaking into a million pieces. I was further from being a real boy than I'd ever been before. 
I wasn't even a wooden boy anymore. Just a furry, smelly, stupid donkey. What would my dad say? Would he still love me if I was a donkey? Would he ever forgive me for leaving? I came back home. But my house was empty. No dad. Nothing. But there was a note. My dearest Pina. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. Pinocchio. If you see this letter, that means you are alive. Oh, happy day. I have gone out in a boat to look for you. I heard that you were on stage in a show. I wish that I could have seen it. Maybe you have gone off to seek your fortune. Well, I hope that my boat brings me to you and that we can come home together and laugh at this silly note that I left you. But if you are here before me, please stay put so I can come home to you at the end of my adventure. I love you, sweet Pinocchio. I have waited my whole life for you, my child. I can't wait until we are together again. Your father, Geppetto. And I did. I waited for him at home for about 15 minutes. And then I thought, there's no way I'm going to let my dad get shipwrecked or something while I'm sitting here at home. What if he lands on Toyland and he he gets turned into a donkey? What if a shark bites off his leg? I wasn't sure how I was going to manage this in donkey form, but I knew I couldn't not. I rushed back to the boat that I had taken from Toyland and set sail again. I didn't last long. Without my friends from Toyland to help me, I couldn't steer the boat. And the rain was coming so fast, and the wind was blowing so hard, and I was still a donkey. Even though I, I turned into a donkey on the outside, I was still made of wood on the inside, which meant I couldn't drown. So score one for the wood boy. It was kind of peaceful down there, under the water. I still wasn't sure how I was going to find my dad. It turned out not to matter. He found me, or rather, his new home did. Humans call her Monstro, but she wasn't a monster, or even monstrous. She was beautiful, serene, majestic. She didn't mean anyone harm. She was just hungry. And she weighed 300,000 pounds, so that's a lot of whale to feed. Do you know? how blue whales eat. They just take in a whole bunch of water at once with all the fish still in the water 
and then they push the water back out, but leave the fish in their mouth. It was kind of ingenious, actually. But when your 300,000-pound whale trying to take in 2,200 pounds of fish to feed yourself, some things might get in there other than fish. Like little wooden boys, for example. anymore and then everything was still I was in the belly of a beautiful whale alone I'll never find my dad now (laughs) hey hey it's okay who's there Don't cry, kid. I know that voice. Everything is going to be okay. Just hold tight. Dad? Pinocchio? And he holds up his lantern and looks at me. And even though we're in the belly of a whale together, I see his big scared eyes just melt into pure joy. And he crushes me with a hug. Pinocchio, my baby, you found me! Dad! Dad, I can't believe it's you! Dad! Dad! Am I... Am I still a donkey? A donkey? What are you talking about, a donkey? Wow. Yeah, there's a lot to catch you up on. And I tell him everything. Performing for that awful producer, and my nose growing to ten feet long, and Toyland, and all of us turning into donkeys... I don't know why I'm not a donkey anymore. Maybe it's because I got away from Toyland? Maybe being a donkey is what happens to naughty little kids. But maybe. Because you were so brave in saving your friends and coming to look for your papa, maybe you get to not be a donkey anymore. I don't know, Dad, but we gotta get you out of here. Eh, it's not so bad. Now you are here. We can stay here as long as we like. I packed myself so many sandwiches because I didn't know how long it would take me to find you. I'll share the sandwiches with you. Dad, come on, you're old and you can't be living inside of a whale. I'm not so old. You've been in here for a while, right? Does does a whale ever, like, throw up or something? Something where we could ride the wave out of her mouth? Well, once she did sneeze... And I almost got free. But then I got sucked back in at the last minute. Maybe if I'd had someone else to row with me, I could have gotten free. Are you sure you don't want a sandwich? I brought all these condiments. Ketchup, mustard, salt and pepper. Pepper! That's it! We'll pour the pepper out and get her to sneeze. My little Pinocchio, you're a genius! We pour it right into the back of her throat, the whole shaker. And at first, nothing happens. But then... Okay, Dad, when she sneezes, let's row as hard as we can. Are you ready? Ready. And then... And then we row, and we row, and we push, and we row, and we push, and we make it. We get out of the whale. 
But then we get back to the surface. And the water is so choppy from the sneeze and the storm. Hold on tight, baby. I'll get us home. And the waves are so high. And the wind is so strong. And he's trying and trying to keep us afloat. But the boat is already so damaged from going under. And I try with all of my might to hold on. Pinocchio! Pinocchio's wooden body was dashed to pieces in the storm. I gathered up the remnants as best as I could. I kept diving under to collect more pieces. I can swim through the waves, even when they are choppy. I am not so old as my child thinks I am. I repaired the little wooden body as best I could. Lifeless. My baby died saving my life. Pinocchio, I am so sorry. I am so sorry I didn't see you the way you wanted me to. I'm so sorry you never knew how proud I am of the boy you became. I'm sorry we got so little time together. I wouldn't change a thing, not a single thing. But now that I know you, I just wish with all my heart we could keep going. My son also thought I couldn't see fairies. Shows how much he knew. Hello, Geppetto. Blue fairy, thank you for coming to visit me. It's a very hard day for you, isn't it? Yes, it is. I just wish we could have more time together. But I know, I know. You are a fairy, not a genie. You do not grant wishes. No, I don't. But I do have some magic that I can wield. When someone has shown great love and bravery and kindness... When I feel like it. Pinocchio, get up. Where am I? My boy. My Pinocchio! He's alive! He's alive! You're at home, Pinocchio. You're home with your father. But I died. Yes, you did. So... How come I'm here now? Because you let your heart grow. You stopped thinking about yourself. You stopped looking for quick fixes that would turn you into a different kind of boy. And you started doing things for others. You helped those kids get out of the island. You saved your father from the belly of a whale. You became your real self. A loving, courageous little boy. I don't look any different. Do you feel different? Well, yeah. Then there you go. So now what? Now it's just like I told you before. You can keep the body you have and still be just as real as any other boy. Or you can slowly change your body over time like I did. I'll help you with whatever you decide, my son. My son, he called me his son. 
Or you can start out doing one, but then switch to the other. If you want. Or you can change some things, but not others. But whatever you do, you'll be real. Do you understand that now? I think so. Maybe if I say it out loud, I'll believe it. I'm real. I'm real. I'm real. I'm really real. A real boy, Pinocchio. My son, my little boy. And I just keep saying it over and over. I'm real. I'm real. I'm real. There are still hard days. There are days when other people don't know I'm a real boy. And on those days, I really want to change my body. But on other days, I love this wooden body that my father carved for me so much. And I think it's not my body that needs to change, it's other people. So for now, I'm not deciding whether to change it. And that's okay. But I know that whatever I decide, I'm real. I'm real. I'm a real boy. That was A Real Boy by Ray Mariah McCarthy, starring Lexi Bean, Joe Cordero, Jean Goto, Andrea St. Clair. Produced by Chad Shanai, directed by me, Rebecca Cunningham. Original music and theme song by Eli Denby Wood. And this episode's artwork by Anna Stretku. To listen to the song A Real Boy on its own, and to get your own A Real Boy coloring page, head to patreon.com slash girltales and donate today. To join us at our live reading in Brooklyn on June 23rd, head to girltalespodcast.com slash events. And grown-ups, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash girltalespodcast and on Instagram at girltales. And to help us reach more listeners, share this episode with the kids and families you love. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And remember, I believe in you.